This is the Assumption Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Assumption Church is a Roman Catholic community under the care of the Franciscan Friars Conventual of Our Lady of Angels Province. It is a community of faith which is active in service and its ministries bring the gospel message of peace, reconciliation, and love to Syracuse and all of Central New York. Your glory here among us, great is our In the first reading today, we hear the terrible tale of the first martyrdom of the church, St. Stephen. Stephen was one of the first deacons chosen by the church. The early church was having difficulties taking care of its widows and orphans. Remember, in the early church, everybody shared everything together. They took care of one another, right? And those Christians who were not of Jewish descent, were of Greek descent, felt that they were getting shortchanged, that their widows were not being taken care of the same way as the formerly Jewish widows were. And so there was some argument, some dissension. Even back then, people in the parishes argued with one another and had differences of opinion. And they said, okay, we're going to select some people to take care primarily of the widows and the orphans, basically of charity work. And that's how they started having deacons. Deacons are primarily focused on bringing the gospel to life through charity. So this particular man, Stephen, was a very good deacon, and he was also a man of great faith and really on fire for his faith in Jesus. And a lot of his friends and neighbors resented him for that, and they accused him unjustly of blasphemy. And he got taken to court, and they attacked him. And he defended himself as best he could, best on his faith. And that just enraged everybody around him because he was saying something that kind of made them feel uncomfortable, made them feel like they didn't have all the answers, made them feel that there was another point of view, made them feel that they had to think that there was more than just what they thought was right. And their rage got the better of them. And before he was even convicted in the trial, they just dragged him outside and stoned him to death. Just that sheer anger led to unbridled violence and to murder. And St. Stephen, as the reading says, his last words echo those of Jesus on the cross, Father, forgive them. I think this story of Stephen and that violent reaction of the crowd is very helpful for us, at least it is for me, to reflect on the events of the last few weeks here in New York, but throughout our nation and even throughout our world. And I'm referring to the violence that happened in Buffalo and then more recently in Texas. Horrible, horrible violence. And certainly we pray with all the victims and we mourn their loss. We we pray with um, the the family of Roberto Drury, who is from this parish. It's very sad. But we can't just stay at a level of sadness and prayer 
we have to do more, right? When we look at the pictures of those kids in Texas, it's, it's, just, it's just too much. You know, and it's 10 years ago that we had the massacre at Sandy Hook. And I, I swore then that if we didn't do anything, I'd lose, I'd lose hope in humanity. And I don't think we really did anything. Little, little kindergarten kids killed. And now little fourth graders. Now, we can wallow in the sadness, and I got to tell you, I get, <laughs> I get very overwhelmed when I, when I think about it and when I see it on the news because it's so tragic and it's so avoidable. But we can't just stay with sad feelings and, and, and we can't just stay with pious prayers. We have to ask ourselves, what's happening? And I think what's happening is the effects of original sin. And, and, and just, just follow with me on, on this, because it applies to, to, to what happened to Stephen, right? There's something in us that sometimes leads us to reject the other. Like, we want to build our, and feel powerful in ourselves, and the only way we can feel powerful in ourselves is by rejecting any difference we see in someone else. So Adam and Eve, that allegorical story, is about how human beings were in a perfect relationship with God, and yet they had their limits. They were not God. But they wanted to be stronger, and so they rejected God's love. They said, no, no, we know better. We're going we're gonna to eat the apple. I don't care what you said, God. And by rejecting God and having it their way to build themselves up, they ushered in intergenerational original sin. And in us today, I think we still have moments in our hearts and our souls where we react to people, we resent people, we strike out at people when we feel threatened or when we feel insecure. We want to make ourselves look better, right? We'll gossip about them. We'll tell stories. Why do we gossip? Because when we gossip, we have power, right? I'm, I'm, I can tell you a story about them. It'll make them smaller and me look better. We all do it, but why? What does it connect to in our souls, in our hearts? And that's just people like you and me, good people. Imagine people who are more deeply wounded. That sense of anger and of striking out takes on unbelievable consequences. No 18-year-old should want to go and kill people. Something's really wrong there, right? So I believe as a faith community, we have to do a couple of things. I think the gospel compels us to a different vision. Jesus in the gospel says to us that we, our calling is to be one with God, to return to Eden, to be one with the Father, just as Jesus and he are one. We are destined for closeness with God. 
and we are destined for closeness with one another. We are all children of the same God. In Laudato Si and Fratelli Tutti, Pope Francis reminds us we share one creator. We are sisters and brothers. We are our sisters and brothers keepers. There is no separation. So we have to fight against anything that separates us from one another. And we have to act and not just pray. As I said, it's 10 years since Sandy Hook, that horrible massacre. And the parents of those children have been working to try to enact sensible, just, reasonable measures to prevent gun violence. I signed on to their websites called the Sandy Hook Promise, and it's a promise made to those children. I offer it to you as a, as a possibility, something to look at. Go look at Sandy Hook Promise and see if it's something you can sign on to. But it's something you and I can actually do to pressure our legislators to come up with reasonable, manageable protection. That's on the legislative side. And that's not really for me to decide. It's you and the people you elect to work, work at that. But we can't just let things go as they've gone. From a gospel perspective, as your faith leader, I'm telling you, you got to act. We cannot continue what we've been doing. It's not working. The gospel commands you. Christ compels us to do something. But besides the political and legal stuff, I think one of the things that we ought to do and can do is look in our own hearts. You know, because the seeds of resentment, of anger, are planted early, right? When, when we see somebody that we don't know, somebody that looks different, that speaks another language, that has other ideas, and in our hearts we diminish them, we are planting the seeds of rejection. When we teach our kids by our words and actions that it's okay to hold prejudices, we're planting the seeds for violence. When we joke about people of different ethnicity or different opinions, we're planting the seeds of violence. Now, I'm not saying we've got to be perfect. Like, nobody's perfect. But we, we can't afford to be inattentive to those things. Look into your own heart and ask yourselves, Ask ourselves, what can I do better? How can I teach? We have so many kids right here today in Mass today. How do we make sure that they are safe? Not just from gun violence, but from the poisons that affect their minds. How do we commit ourselves to really reminding them and ourselves that ultimately we are one in God? One of the ways to do that is what you're doing today by coming to church and finding hope, finding 
inspiration from the Lord Jesus. Because that's what the Mass is ultimately about, right? We are all disparate people. We have different stories, different backgrounds. Some of us are Republicans. Some of us are Democrats. Some of us are independent. Some of us believe in gun control. Some of us have tons of guns at home. Some of us, we're all different. And yet we can come, up, we can come together in our faith and say, yes, that's all true. But ultimately, we love one another as Jesus loved us. And Jesus gathers us together and forms us into his body. And we share in that communion, which represents our union in God. And so, as your pastor, I beg you to consider reflecting and acting on the reality of gun violence in our nation. Do something about it this week. Call your politician. Go to Sandy Hook Promise. Talk to your kids. And let us all examine our hearts and remove every vestige of original sin that separates us from one another and commit ourselves to radical acceptance of the other. Radical love in the manner of Jesus. Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us in our community, or join us for worship, please visit assumptionsyr.org. Hi friends, it's Adam from Assumption. I'd like you to take a second and think about somebody with me, if you could. Um, I know that there is somebody in your life who you wish would come back to church. Maybe, I don't know what the reason is that they don't come, but they don't. Have you ever thought about like, how would it be easier? How could I make it more inviting, more relevant to somebody who has questions, who has doubts, for them to come back to church? Think about that person. Now, what have we tried? We've all tried to invite them to come back to Mass with us. And if you're anything like me, you've, you've struck out a bunch of times. What I wanted to do is invite you to join us at 1111 at the Grotto to experience a relevant unpacking of God's word through the scripture in a way that is totally Catholic, but in a way that is easy for people to understand, where people can ask questions, have doubts, but still build community and dive deeper into a relationship with Jesus. We invite you to join us here online at 1111 every Sunday and start joining us in person at 1111 a.m. starting June 5th, Pentecost Sunday, to experience what 1111 at the Grotto really is like in person so it's even easier for you to invite that person you love to join us. If you have any questions about what it is that we're doing here at the Grotto to help reach people, I invite you to join us online and learn more by visiting our website, which is thegrotto.community. Or feel free to reach out to me through the Assumption website. Send me an email, send me a text. I'm more than willing to help talk to you. God bless.